If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I believe that you should really prioritize learning about copywriting because it'll be the mechanism and the language used to connect with your readers or listeners or audience and also drive sales to potential clients and customers. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. The words you use to describe and sell and promote your business can honestly make or break it. And yet not many of us start our businesses as skilled wordsmiths. Hiring a copywriter when you're just starting out isn't always a budget-friendly option. It certainly wasn't for my business. But luckily, there are resources to help you shape up your copy and pick the right words for the greatest success in your business. Tori Autumn is one of those incredible resources. Tori Autumn is an email strategist and copywriter committed to helping coaches and course creators grow impactful businesses. She has worked with many business owners to launch, create, and sell services via emails, website copy, and sales pages. She's got some near million dollar launches under her belt. Tori can help you write copy that gets your audience to fall in love with your services and you. That's what our chat is all about. Tori shares her secrets for high converting copy for emails and sales pages, as well as some strategies to overcome common roadblocks and get out of your own way when it comes to marketing your business as an entrepreneur. Without further ado, here she is, Tori Autumn. One of the best things about hosting the Gold Digger podcast is getting to chat with people who are experts in areas that I'm not, like the area of product-based businesses. I got to host a conversation with Jacqueline Snyder and Mina Kunlo-Sitep from the Product Boss podcast last year, and now I am so excited because they have joined me on the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. 
Take your physical product sales and strategy to the next level to create your dream life with a workshop style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so that you can up level as the boss of your business. If you love Gold Digger, I know you'll love the product boss. So tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Tori, when your pitch came in for the show, I immediately go to your Instagram and I'm like, I love her energy. I love her take and... Copy is something that we have not talked about in a very long time. And yet it is something that every entrepreneur is creating on a daily basis. So I am sending you the warmest welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on the show with you. Okay. So you have to kind of take me back a little bit and talk to me about your road to entrepreneurship. I love your story and how you got started. So talk to me about where did it all begin and what do you do now? Yes. So it all began about four years ago. So in 2019, I was working in IT and I couldn't stand it. (laughs) I could not stand it. I started going to life coaching school to just find a different path. And I really enjoyed reading about other life coaches getting started. So it's uh, quite different than where I'm at now. But while I was studying life coaching school and working at IT and sitting in that little cubicle, I came across your podcast and I was listening to it and I didn't know anything about marketing. So I started learning about building email lists and Instagram, actually through you, which is Mm -hmm. So hilarious that this is a full circle moment. And then I learned a lot through you. And then I joined a few business masterminds and programs and really started learning about where I wanted to niche into self-love coaching. And then, but I I had an issue with actually getting customers and clients in in my program and my one-on-one for some reason, no matter how much I would put out transparent messaging and I would host events. I live in Washington, D.C., so I hosted self-love events here and they were always sold out. But I could not get clients for whatever reason. (laughs) So I went back to the drawing board and really, really studied about, Okay, well, instead of learning about, you know, like, you know, all the tools about building an email list and what works. I started doing online webinars. So then I took Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy, alongside with the course that I've learned how to build an email list through you. And then I I eventually started getting clients into my self-love program. And that was really great having an online webinar because the pandemic hit and everything yes. and then converting them. That was great. But then people started reaching out one by one, like, <laughs> how do you write these emails, these newsletters each week? And where do you come up with these subject lines? And How do you write the copy for your own Instagram or your sales page and and questions like that? So I started doing it as a hobby on the side, but I didn't. And I I say this loosely because I know that some people really do have blockages, but I did not give myself permission to get paid for writing Mm -hmm. newsletters and subject lines and social media captions and landing pages for people. I just did it as a complimentary service. And then if they wanted to give a testimonial, cool. It was like super laid back. But then 2021, I just decided that I can get paid for this. I don't have to give everything away. And I've taken off since and worked with so many great women business owners. And I enjoy 
email strategy, email writing, sales pages, website copy, all of that thing and the actual coaching behind it. Wow. Okay. So this is so amazing, Tori. First off, I just want to commend you for learning and like investing and going deep because I think that there are a lot of people listening who have never actually paid for something to really help them get forward. So I just like love that piece of your story because I feel like when you invest in yourself, you want to make that investment worth it. Right. And so you will work extra hard. So something about your story that I love and that I think so many listeners can likely relate to is you thought you were going to do something totally different. And in the process of creating and getting this idea out into the world, another gift was revealed. And it probably wasn't your initial plan and had nothing to do with what you imagined you would do. Talk to me about what it was like when you discovered like, wait, I'm actually like really good at copywriting. And like, this might be my secret sauce. Yeah. So just a backstory to writing. I gone to Penn State. Any Penn State is listening? I went to Penn State for journalism. And so I, the first five years of outside of graduating from college, I worked at C-SPAN as a, as a producer or production assistant. And I, I wrote a lot of different scripts for the on-air producers. And then taking it all the way back, <laughs> my mom, when she was pregnant with me, she went to see a psychic and the psychic told her that I'm going to be a girl. This is before she knew. And my mom had me in her 40s. So for her to be pregnant was a surprise to her. But the woman was like, yeah, the psychic told her, you're going to have a girl and she's going to be a famous writer. <laughs> so my mom Stop. always said that even through my different career transitions, she yeah. always said that. So that was always in the back of my mind. But going back to that thing about actually making this switch, because I enjoyed self-love coaching but I felt shame about enjoying copywriting a little bit more. I'm like, what does this mean for my audience? What does this mean for me? Does this mean that I just give up on things? Does this, yeah. you know? But I've learned that your business growth is synonymous with your personal growth. And it's okay to not want to do something anymore. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to rebrand yourself. So that came with a lot of self-compassion and just knowing that this is where I'm at anymore. I don't want to, it was almost like it was a two-way street. I don't want to serve clients who don't feel my genuine love for copywriting. And I'm just doing self-love coaching because I feel like that's what I had gone to school for life coaching. And that's what I'm supposed to do. But I always really, really love writing. So it felt liberating to actually take the step forward and claim myself as a copywriter. Oh, I love that. And you know what I often think about too is like in my own journey, obviously I've shared a lot about body image and self-love through my own journey. And because of my business, I don't have to monetize that passion of mine. And I feel like sometimes we go down the path of creating a business around our deepest passions, which I think is an awesome way to create a business. And if you're lucky enough to get paid to do and talk about what you love, that's incredible. But I also think there is something super special about having some of your passions be things that you just share for the sake of the love of them. And so it's kind of interesting how your pivot can kind of lead you into different directions. Yes, I agree. I agree. And and that's, that's the other beautiful thing about being a business owner, like you mentioned, you can have these different facets of your life, 
body image or your family or any of the main characters in your life where you decide to share on social media, but this, it doesn't have to lead to another revenue stream. It could just be another arm of who you are. And I love that. Okay. So let's talk about copy because I, in looking at your work, I was like, she is exceptional. Like most entrepreneurs get into business and they know that they need copy, right? They know that like strong copy has to talk about the skills that they have. But a lot of times when we're starting out, we don't have a budget to hire someone. So oftentimes copywriting isn't a priority or something that we focus on learning. So can you kind of first give a claim of like, why should we be focusing on our copy and copywriting more as entrepreneurs? Yeah. So I believe that you should really prioritize learning about copywriting because it'll be the mechanism and the language used to connect with your readers or listeners or audience and also drive sales to potential clients and customers. So Copywriting, when done correctly, will tap into your audience's study state. So that's like how they feel right now. And then feed into their target emotion. So how do they want to feel? And some people tend to want to lead with pain or lead with pulling them in with a vision. But it depends on what your audience is responsive to. And I like to look at it. Marketing is, and I'm sure you've had this experience as well. It's all a big experiment of what your audience mm-hmm. wants. No one has like the 100% answer for a very first time launch. Like it's just figuring out how do they feel right now and how do they want to feel? And for one of the things that I teach my clients, which is, I don't know if anyone else is teaching this, but I like to think about, I like to ask really emotional thought provoking questions. Like what are they jealous about right now? And as negative as that emotion sounds, jealousy to me is just simply a desire that we feel like we can't have. And, you know, once you tap into what, if there was anything, like I know I was very jealous of other copywriters who were just making five figure months and getting their clients big results. And they were just writing. And this was back when I was just doing self-love coaching. And then I had to ask myself, well, what's why do I think I can't have that? Yeah. And and I started like that question sent me down a rabbit hole of purchasing copywriting courses, learning, studying it. Like I am truly still a student of it every day. I geek out on it all the time. But I think just starting with that question can lead to what is your audience? What are they currently feeling jealous about? I think that one question could lead to yes. so many different ways that you can write and speak to that. Oh my gosh. I think that is an incredible question to ask. And I also think it's a really great question to ask ourselves. Like when we really examine jealousy at the root of something, it's that we want something, right? Like we are pining for something, but we're probably not making progress on it. And I love that. And I also love the point you made, Tori, about there are two types of copywriting. And I think you are magic at kind of mixing these two. So the one is like kind of painting the vision of the future, right? And the other one is like, what can you run away from? 
And I think that the most masterful copywriters can write from both sides of that coin and hit both of those audiences. And that's something I have really struggled with because I am someone who loves to paint the possibility through my copy. Like I'm just like, imagine the world when it is this way. And I think that a lot of times, most people are trying to move away from something instead of focusing on what they can move towards. And so I love that you brought that up because I think that masterful copy can speak to both of those audience, the people running towards something and the people running away from something. And I can see that in the way that you write. And I think that is a really powerful tip for anyone that's listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. My team and I absolutely hit the ground running in 2023. And I feel like we're going along at a pretty good clip to start off the new year. One thing that is so important to me as a business owner and a leader of this small but mighty team is getting aligned on our shared mission and goals for the year. If you're the same way, HubSpot is a fantastic tool. With HubSpot CRM, you can keep your marketing, sales, operations, and service teams in sync on one powerful platform that grows with your business. Capture leads, boost sales, and engage customers all from one powerful platform. Tools like a unified contact record, help desk automation, and customizable reporting make it easy to unite your team around a single source of truth, which means you can spend less time managing your software and more time connecting with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash Gold Digger. Gold Diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. So we've got a new battle in our household and it is over skincare. Okay, hear me out. I have been talking about Primally Pure products for years. And honestly, Drew's stuck to some of his more classic options while I've been focused more on clean products. That is until now. The man has been stealing my skincare and we cannot help but laugh every night when we're trying to find who took the clarifying cream and which drawer did it get put in. Now, listen, I've talked a lot about swapping to clean, non-toxic products over the past few years because sometimes fewer ingredients really can deliver superior results. 
Now I've personally watched my skin heal and transform by using the power of real safe ingredients on labels that you can actually read. But maybe you're more like Drew and you've heard me talk about it, but you're still a skeptic. I get it. And if this is you, it is not too late to save as you swap to cleaner products. Simply head to jennacutcher.com slash primallypeer and you can see my favorite products and what's in my current lineup. And you can save 10% on your entire purchase with the code JK10. That's jennacutcher.com slash primallypeer and save 10% with code JK10. So let's talk about some of the common mistakes that entrepreneurs can make with their copy. I think a lot of times we don't even really think about how powerful copy is. But even when we think about your origin story where you were talking about how like I followed all the steps and I created this great offer, but nobody was buying it there's probably a good chance that your copy had something to do with the lack of conversion. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yes. So what do you think some of the common mistakes that entrepreneurs make when it comes to copy are? Yes, I love this question. So when you think about copywriting, if you take away the actual... When people think of it, they think of just marketing and high conversion and all those those other, you know, language around that. But it's actually an emotional response to something. When people are going to buy, they're a lot more emotional to something than, than they realize. So yeah. there are six type of primary emotions that motivate people to want to buy some. And I'm going to talk about that for a second. So we have sadness, disgust, surprise, fear, anger, and happiness. And what's funny about that is that four of those emotions are negative which tells you that there are different ways that you can pull people in with a vision and help them avoid those negative things. But it also makes sense in terms of for people who struggle with imposter syndrome or body image or, you know, just any of those things that fall in the category of not feeling good enough. It makes sense why we have such a strong negative biases. And it's not you if you're listening to this and you think you're just negative all the time. It it actually goes back to like survival instincts where we had to look out for lions and tigers and bears and we had to be super alert. But our brains haven't caught up with today. There aren't that many fears. There aren't that many negative things that we have to always give attention to. But on the flip side of that coin, it works pretty well in copywriting. And I think that going back to my self-love where I wasn't converting, I focused on the pain a little bit too much and didn't lead with that pulling in a vision. Like you said, imagine, imagine what your life could be if you were more compassionate to yourself. When I started making tweaks like that, it helped because that gave into the emotion of happiness. So I think that high converting copy taps into those six emotions or at least majority of them, because Sometimes when you write something, there's no real way that you can figure out how to tap into discuss. But my favorite out of all of the six is surprise. So we know that if you have been in marketing or been in business for a while, that people talk about scarcity. And I'm a fan of scarcity, but I do look at it in a different way. So just just the clarification, scarcity in your copywriting could be we have two spots left. So that's like the sense of urgency around how many people can join a program or 
we only have an hour left before we close doors on this program. Mm-hmm. That's like time urgency. But there is a, a hidden scarcity in surprise because think about it like who doesn't love a secret? And uh-huh. I like to I love celebrity gossip, if I had to admit. So I love <laughs> gossip is a secret gossip is a secret don't tell anybody this and then I go tell my dog I tell my dog everything but (laughs) (laughs) you know tapping into a secret could be another way that we look at scarcity because think about it a secret isn't widely known yet at least when we find out about it we think that wow I'm the only person that holds this and when people feel like they have a secret it evokes an emotion of feeling power at that point. Like, yeah, I know the secrets to being a millionaire. And now I know what to do with it to reach that goal, to feel wealthy and and feel like I can have more freedom in my life. And then another thing that having a secret or a surprise does is tap into that feeling of belonging. I'm a super introvert, but I love when I connect with other people who are extroverts and introverts, especially introverts, I feel like they have the best jokes, sorry, but they just observe and are, you know, different in a lot of ways and and really reflective. And to me, it is a myth that introverts don't like to talk. If they get around the right people, they'll talk. But that sense of belonging, when you find out a surprise slash secret, it feeds into that. That's why social media is so prevalent. When we get likes or we are in a group, we feel like we belong and a surprise done the right way and invoke people to let them know that they belong and their desires are totally reasonable can help in their copywriting. I think that's so powerful. And I love how there are different emotions with it. I think you're right. Copywriting can bring out the right emotion that can lead people to have that response. And I think that's so powerful. What would you say if entrepreneurs could only focus on one place to develop their brand strategy to like really focus on copywriting? What should they be focused on? Where should they focus that effort in making sure their copy is just on point? Yes, absolutely. So definitely the first one would be your website. Or if you are still in the beginning stages or you're rebranding a homepage where people are finding you or landing page. So this is where people can find out how you talk. So a bit of your personality, what things you like, what things you absolutely don't like to do in your industry. I think that that's essential for pointing out anything about your personal life that you like to share and that you can weave into your copy when you're telling stories or When you're posting on social media, I think that that's really great. So first place, your website. The second one is I want you to decide where you feel like would be more impactful for you. So this can be either your email list or social media, because I know people who do both consistently. And I know people who do one or the other more consistently. And both are really, really helpful. But in terms of When you think about where you are landing new clients and where you are meeting and nurturing potential people on your email list or just building strong friendships, I think that your either your social media or email list should be a place where you think about how you talk on the phone or record more audio notes. I noticed since I've become an entrepreneur, I've been recording audio notes to my colleagues and clients left and right. And I actually get a sense of 
how I talk with things that I like. I realize I'm more of a foodie than I ever could imagine. <laughs> and I love to to really talk about that and copy and, and share different things of what I'm doing in my life or my traveling. And then the third place where I, I think would be really essential to show off your brand voice is the client journey experience. So once someone opts into your email list or schedules a discovery call or any of those touch points that gets them taking action to, you know, either being on your list or working with you. I think that that is a a crucial place where people overlook. And what I mean by that is, okay, the first time you set up your discovery call journey or your email list in these, the email sequence, you're like, yay, I did it. Now I can move on to something else, but it's really good to revisit it every six months because you're evolving and you have great accomplishments and, how often do we forget our great accomplishments? We want to put that stuff in there because we may be really hard on ourselves, but it's great to highlight those accomplishments and think about the way that you talk to your friends and think about how you may want to either keep it the same way when you're creating your client journey experience or customer journey experience, but a way that speaks to them in that target state versus that steady state emotions that are driving them to book a call with you or join your programs. Ooh, I think that's so powerful. And I love that you use voice memos now. That is literally my love language. I saw a meme the other day that was like, we all have that one friend. And then it had like a picture of like eight voice notes in a row. And I was like, oh man, that's totally me. But (laughs) I think it's super powerful too. Like for me, I sometimes can speak things better than I can write them. And like, even when I was writing my book, I would sometimes just record audios of like, here's how I would describe this thing. And it would help me to see like, here's the language I use. Because I think a lot of times with copy, people kind of go more formal and they like feel like they need to write in a certain type of way versus how they naturally speak. Do you have any tips on how to match your brand voice or like your online voice with your real voice for people that sometimes struggle in connecting those dots? Hmm. Well, you actually brought up a good point about the memes that, that you see out there. Yeah. Memes are one place to start if you're just out there like, I don't have a voice. I don't know what to write about. I think looking at the posts that you save tells a lot about yes. the things that you find funny, that you find relatable that you may be reaching to as a motivation. I think starting there, and then if you are one of those people who don't publicly comment, what would you say about that post? What would you say about, or even your your favorite influencers who are on social media, what would you say about their posts? What resonates with them? So one of the exercises that I learned in life coaching school is to write down three people that, we really admire three people we really admire write down what do we admire about them and then at the end of that exercise the our life coaching teacher told us what you like about these celebrity high profile people these are qualities that you actually like about yourself or qualities that you really want about yourself and I I don't know to this day that sticks with me and yeah it's like we can really see ourselves in other people that we truly admire. It's kind of egotistical in a way, but it's funny. It's a nice, fun exercise to start with in terms of things that you really like about yourself. Another thing is to ask people around you. I think whether we're focusing on brand, 
voice or copywriting or any other umbrellas of marketing, it is so great to get feedback and ask people around you, like, how do you view me? What are the three words that you describe me? What am I most serious about? What do you feel like really makes me happy? Especially people who really know you well. Those type of questions of just getting them to interview about you would help with the brand voice. And of course, looking at how you text, how you send emails, all of these things that you already have access to about yourself. Even maybe if you journal, your journal entries and the favorite places that you like to go, all of that can be part of your brand voice. Oh, I love that. And I think you bring up such a great point. Like we don't realize we're writing copy all the time, right? Like we don't look at it that way. And I think a lot of people get stuck because they'll be communicating in the way that they communicate. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, and now I need to write like my headline for my website. And all of a sudden something shifts and they get stuck. But you made such a good point. Like we're writing copy all the time. Your texts are copy. Your emails are copy. And so I think that it's a really great reminder. And I love how you kind of talk about this, Tori, where it's like, do your research on how you communicate, because that's going to help you when it comes to some of those more, quote, formal copywriting exercises, because you likely already have that copy in your day-to-day communications. You probably just never looked at it that way. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I want to know, what are you seeing work best right now in terms of copy that converts? Is there any tips or strategies or formulas or things that you want our audience to try? Yes. So the steady state emotion versus target state. So just repeating what that is, is how they feel right now versus how they want to feel. That's a great one. Another one is putting in different clauses. So let's say, for example, that you are a nutritionist coach and you want to help your audience with feeling better about themselves, feeling great about the way they look. So your headline may be an imperative statement, which tells someone what they can do or what they will do. So, you know, feel better about the foods you eat, even if you've gain 10 pounds this month, or even if you have small children running through the house, like putting in a clause that lets them know that they don't have to be perfect because we're not perfect. And we've come along in a way in our journey is great. Or another clause could be get through your to-do list without having to hire an assistant to help you. If someone is at that place where they cannot afford to hire an assistant at this time, you, you want to speak to them if your product or service can work for them without those things. Because the reason why that is important is because people, while they're reading through your copy, are trying to decide if this is right for them, if, they're, if it can work for them. And they're also running through objections or objectives about why it, it won't work. So they're thinking like, well, I just had a baby, so I can't really focus on all the activities or self-care right now, or, you know, they are saying things like that. And another way that we talk about that is called the sacred cow. So there are beliefs that your audience has that for why they can't get that result. And although these beliefs feel very real to them, 
you can dispute them as not true. For example, some people may think that if they're in their 40s, they can't have kids and or adopt kids. But there are people, including my mom, (laughs) who's had me in her 40s. And you want to let them know, like, hey, you, even though you have this unique situation, you're this unique person with these unique experiences, there are people who have had similar journeys and have found a way to make that. And I would just be careful on over-promising what you can do, especially for people who, if you're talking about topics that are super triggering or, you know, just debatable, anything like that, I would caution on the side of letting them know that you understand them and you get them. And one of the ways that you can do that, that I don't see enough in copy, is compliments. Like you can meet your audience where they are by just saying, I know that you've tried to figure it out on your own, how to set up lead pages. You are a whiz at understanding the different headline formulas and what gets your audience to highly engage. But now you just need a training to help you really get good at creating your own lead pages so that you don't have to outsource that. Like letting them know that they have tried or seeing them where they have even tried it or even are about to try, give them a cop on the shoulder because they're thinking that they can't do this or that it won't work for them. And compliments and flattery, they work a long way. They work a long way in a lot of different forms, especially with social media, with pitching potential clients with writing sales emails, letting them know that you see that they are trying or you see that they are about to try this. And even taking that step is crucial. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. 
Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love this. Tori, you created some resources for our listeners. Can you tell me what those are and where everyone can find you, connect with you, learn more about you? Yes. So I created an Essentials for a High Converting homepage for your website and I'm gifting it to Gold Digger listeners for free. And it's at heytoriautumn.com slash gold digger. And also with it, there's a testimonials on repeat template where you can ask for testimonials so that your website looks super duper impressive and has that social proof with that. And that's also included as a bonus with the homepage template. So again, that's heytoriautumn.com slash gold digger. And you can find me on Instagram and heytoriautumn or my website is heytoriautumn.com. Amazing. Tori, thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for pitching your amazing brilliance to this show. I have loved our conversation and I cannot wait for everyone to listen to it. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's been a pleasure. Who else is feeling inspired to go out and write some copy? I mean, after that episode, I feel so excited about new ways to integrate into writing awesome copy, copy that converts. I absolutely love that Tori talked about how she was a listener of this podcast and this was a full circle moment. And I wanted to remind you, if you have been listening to this show and you have a story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. If you head to golddiggerpodcast.com, we have an area where you can submit your story or apply to be on the show. There is something so cool to me about hearing those moments of somebody making that leap of faith, investing in learning and launching their business. And that's exactly what I want for you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. And until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team 
is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.